are listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in natural healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities, featuring experts in their field, including authors, musicians, and artists. Making Life Brighter is your forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here is your host, Winifred Adams. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. And today we have a spectacular holiday show for you. This show is going to warm your heart. It might even make you cry. It made me cry. It's amazing. You're going to wait till you hear what we're going to share today. I have very special guests that have come today, and uh, they are going to share with you their amazing program using dogs and horses to help veterans who have PTSD. And you are just going to love hearing this show. Um, you know, I recently went to the IMAX theater and checked out the, the dog show that they have about rescue dogs. And that was really spectacular, too. I mean, we just, we don't put enough um, positive spin on how amazing our dogs really are in our world. And they get all the kudos <laughs> and more. And I'm sure that uh, everybody out there that's a dog lover is going to love this show today. And um, as you know, I've been showcasing dogs and Lucy Pet Products. I've been showcasing Brian, the amazing dog trainer, and uh, all things fantastic and dog and pet loving. And over the years, we've done a lot of neat things with animals. And some of you may know by my music that I'm a tiger lover um, and have had the <laughs> beautiful grace of actually working with tigers and having them draped over my lap while I sing. <laughs> and that's, that's in some of my videos. But love tigers and love big cats and love cats in general. And this year I officially adopted a dog and became a dog lover too. So now I share the love with everybody and that's not true really. I mean, I grew up with dogs, but in this case, I hadn't had any for a long time and my dog is the bomb and I'm sure that everybody feels that way about their dog <laughs> and their pet. And today we have just a heartwarming show for you. I can't wait to introduce my guest to you next segment. But I encourage anybody who's near an IMAX theater to go out and check out the dog rescue show. Bring your kids, bring everybody, bring the whole family and make it a holiday event because that was a really great showcase of what service dogs do and how to how they train service dogs. Now, mind you, there's dogs that are for the police department. There's dogs that are for search and rescue. There are dogs that are for search and rescue and avalanches and hurricanes. And, well, these dogs are trained for just about anything, really. But they're different dogs for different things. And this IMAX show was just, it was great. It was spectacular. So I encourage you all to go check that out if you have an IMAX theater near you. And if you don't, you can take today's show at the end of the show and share it with your best buddies around the world that are also dog lovers. And anybody that you know in Southern California who knows a veteran that may be suffering, this is the program to give to them and help them become aware of what can be done for them. So I encourage you to do that, please. And share the show if you love it. 
let others know so that you can help somebody out there. And the two guests that I have upcoming, Mardu and Bob, are amazing people with huge, huge hearts that are doing some spectacular work, not only in Southern California, but really setting the precedent for around the world, too. And I'm sure that you don't have to be just a California resident to come and experience their clinics. So using horses and using dogs is an amazing tool for having people touch their emotions. And I would say that's true of all people. I'm beginning to think in our world today, maybe we all need that same kind of training, although these dogs are specifically geared toward veterans. So, oh my goodness, (laughs) I'm so excited to share this show with you. But before we get to that, I just kind of want to recap some of the things that we've been looking at over the years. You know, I've gone back and I've reviewed a lot of the shows that we've done, and so many are geared toward health, toward awareness, consciousness, um, expanding your consciousness, and modalities of healing in different modalities, and also music. We've spent a lot of time on music, and if you want to see how many shows we've really done on music, go check out my music website, and you'll see all the shows I've done there listed with all the interviews of legendary people and the music interviews we've done. You can go to winifred.net and check out the list of the radio shows I've done there all about music, and some of them have been holiday shows or producers or people that just have contributed one way or another as an artist or as a producer in music or someone that you know who's a legend. And hey, a special shout out if anybody wants to help out. um, We had one of our guests on, Andy Kahn, and Andy was a member of the Turtles. So those of you that are music fans out there and you know the band, the Turtles, Andy has a fundraiser right now because he has some health stuff going on. And if you would like to help out with that, just shoot me a quick email at mlbradio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's mlbradio at makinglifebrighter.com. And if you'd like to contribute to that fund for him, he could use that right now. So we've had amazing people on, and we will continue the trend of bringing you the greatest and the brightest and the best and those that are most passionate about making our lives brighter. And that's what this show is about. I'm so proud of all the work that's been done here on this show. And special thanks to the engineers, the people behind the scenes, all the producers that have contributed, and everybody that helps me put this together. Because this is a labor of love for me to share with you. And we will continue as we go into the new year. We have doctors upcoming. We have specialists. We we have all kinds of cool stuff. We're going to have the best of the best speakers in the world. And they're going to bring you some of the neatest and the latest of what they've got going on as well. It just doesn't end. It's going to keep going more and more. And hopefully we'll even fit in an amazing musical spectacular for this holiday season. And next week... I just want to bring to your attention that we're going to be launching my very first app. You're going to find the app in the iTunes store, and it will be the beginning of taking all these shows, taking the books that I've written, the books that I am writing, the books I will be writing, the courses that I'll be teaching, the public speaking that I'll be doing, and the music that I've been making all in one place for you. So you can find it there and take it with you and access it wherever you go around the world. And I'm so excited to bring you that. I really am. I've been working on this for a long time. 
and I'm really eager to share this with you. I have so many cool things up my sleeve for all the different people out there that can benefit from the healing world on into the business world, and I'm going to show you how we're going to do that. So I have some great things to showcase one after another for you in the upcoming year. And I'm about to release a new single, and it's an uplifting, fun song that you're all going to love. Some of you may know this because I did a remake of it, (laughs) and um, I hope you really enjoy it. So you can look for that December 20th, and I'll just give you a little teaser telling you that it's coming, and then I'll give you a little teaser of how it sounds, and then I'll let you know when it's out there. And that, too, is a labor of love, so hopefully... Everything that's happening here is making your life brighter and helping you go jollier because we need to go jolly in this crazy world of ours. And remember that just one step at a time, one moment at a time at a time of joy is all that we need. Sometimes the world around us seems so chaotic and so weird. But if we just stick to our center and keep going one little bit at a time, take our dogs for a walk and pet our cats and hug each other and smile a little bit more. We'll have a much jollier world all the way around and we won't forget who we are. So without further ado, I want to bring to you some of the very, very best. I want to bring your attention to a show that we're going to be doing upcoming. And I've mentioned it before, but it's so important. I've been featuring Tom Palladino and his technology and Tom has the technology using scalar light energy to actually get rid of and mitigate the herpes virus and the HIV virus. So this month we're going to be featuring some of those case histories that are coming out of India where they're actually treating for AIDS and you're going to be blown away when you hear this show. You're going to be blown away when you realize what's actually possible in technology today. And if you think about it, it makes sense because everything's a vibratory frequency, including a bacteria or a virus. And if you were able to break apart that little pathogen of some kind or that organism, then it wouldn't be able to vibrate and replicate. And if you work at it with a light field or even a sound field, imagine what can happen. And that's exactly what he's done. And so I want to share that with you. I'm so fortunate to get to do this with him. I feel so excited to share this amazing thing. And this is the reason that we do this. This is the reason we get these kinds of people that are on the cutting edge of technology and exactly what's coming and sharing that with you. I can't tell you how groundbreaking this technology is and will be. And you're going to hear it right here. And we're going to go into those case histories and we're going to go deep. And we're going to share with you in the upcoming months people that have also been treated and what their blood tests now show. So this is groundbreaking. If you know people that are suffering from herpes, and it can be internal as well in their organs, people that have shingles, people that are suffering from the herpes virus in any way, or people that have AIDS. These are people that I'd love for you to have reach out to me at mlbradio at makinglifebrighter.com. And we may be able to help them and or if they're willing to share their story on the show, they can be a part of this study that we're doing. So 
I look forward to sharing all of that with you and sharing with you the latest, the greatest, and some of the most groundbreaking healing techniques that are coming our way. And so Tom believes that at five years' time, the world can see no more viruses. And I would love to see that day come even sooner. So anyway, stay tuned, everybody. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. And up next, we have our special guests that are placing special dogs with special in-need veterans. And you're just going to love this. Stay tuned. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent. Inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson, breast cancer survivor and advocate. She helps by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Perspectives with Dr. Badisha Patel is a program that explores emotional management for a healthier lifestyle. On each program, we discuss ideas that support emotional well-being, such as mental illness, relationships, parenting, and family connections, and much more. If you are facing challenges in your life, you can grow and learn by exploring new techniques in dealing with stress, anxiety, and relationships. Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel airs live Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. 
If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. And today we have a very special guest for our holiday season, two guests for that matter. We have Mardu and Bob, and they are part of the founders of the Military Animal Project. And you can look that up online at themilitaryanimalproject.com. So what they do is they take and assist veterans with animals, whether it be dogs or horses, and maybe there's even more. But we're going to find out. Welcome, Mardu. Welcome, Bob. Thank you for coming. Thank you Thank so you much for, for having, having us. This is great. This is very much up our alley of making life brighter. Our, our mission statement here is to feature people that are making our lives brighter and helping the world in some way or another, as well as experts in their field. And you have firsthand experience in helping people and making their lives brighter. So, Bob, let's start with you. What was the impetus for you to begin this project? Um, I'm a Vietnam veteran. Um, I found uh, healing through working with animals and doing it most of my life. And more recently, I uh, decided that I'd take what I knew and what I experienced and see if I could help other veterans. Well, where did you actually serve and what position were you in? I was in the Navy. I was in Vietnam. I was in what was called Operation Market Time. We were looking for boats that were bringing arms from North Vietnam down to South Vietnam via the ocean and then in on the river deltas. So our, our task was to identify them and take them out so they couldn't deliver their arms. Wow. And did you have dogs over there that you that you found solace in while you were there? No, we didn't, unfortunately. There were 4,000 dogs that were used in Vietnam. Most of them were German Shepherds that were donated by families for the cause. Um, the sad part of it is only about 400 came back. Um, I, uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to work with any dogs when I was over there. Um, I spent two years, eight months over there in two different tours. And so when you came back, how did you find yourself working with animals and what did you find you needed and what they did for you? Uh, I started out, I was going to college and um, a guy that lived in the apartment had a, uh, his parents had an animal for a Hollywood kind of thing out in Agora, which back in the late sixties and early seventies was in the middle of nowhere. And I worked, uh, they had a wolf pack and I worked with a wolf that didn't fit in the pack. And um, he was kind of an outsider, very uh, alpha, caused all kinds of disruption. So they kept him separate. And I went out there and I, I felt empathy for him because I didn't feel like I fit when I got back. And this animal obviously didn't fit in his pack as well. And so I went out there every weekend for months. And long story short, I, I got him assimilated back into the pack. And um, that's what started my um, my time in working with animals, I just felt, um, you know, they, they don't judge you. Um, you get back what you give. There, there's so much like, unlike humans and that they have no agenda. And, uh, it just, it was easier for me to, uh, work with animals than it was with humans. That's so beautiful. And thank you for your service and for what you've done for us. 
and thank you for helping the animals the way you have because you know it really touches me deeply i get emotional when i talk about these things <laughs> i've worked with a lot of veterans in healing and i've helped a lot of people with ptsd as they've come along and come back through and uh, i appreciate very much what you're saying and, and what you're doing and what you've now created today is as part of a foundation. So Mardu, let's let's bring you into this conversation. Thank you for being with us today. And tell us how Thank you came you. along to do this and what your role now is. <laughs> well, uh, actually, it started off my husband was retiring and he wanted to do volunteer nonprofit work. And he was the one who found an organization called Pets for Vets. It's a national organization. Um, and what they do is they train companion dogs to um, uh, for veterans to to give them comfort um, so we launched uh, back in May of 2014 we launched uh, pets for vets Ventura County chapter and that is where I came to meet Bob my husband went back he owns a company so he went back to doing that and I just kind of found that uh, the uh, the chapter work and being a director for a nonprofit was really interesting. And so I took over and started running it. And again, that's when Bob and I met. Um, and that was like in 2015. And uh, from there we were matching dogs as companions. But what we were finding is that our veterans were asking for more and they needed up to psychiatric service dog level training. And uh, Pets for Vets had a very strict uh, policies, procedures, and we, we abided by them. And uh, so Bob and I had decided at one point uh, in 2018 that uh, we wanted to fill the need of the requests uh, for our veterans. And uh, I had to resign my chapter of Pets for Vets, unfortunately. But what we did was, it's the same nonprofit number, our same 501c3, same volunteers. We did a name change and we expanded our mission statement. So in May of 2018, Bob and I launched Military Animal Project. Beautiful, beautiful. So now the diff is there a difference in the program that you have at this point? Dramatic, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Bob was already working an equine program on his ranch and I had been uh, volunteering. So uh, I was doing hospitality, you know, food, drinks, uh, go for running, you know, for things that were needed during the day. Um, and uh, he was working the project along with his wife, Linda, and uh, another member of our volunteers, uh, Greg Elil. Um, but uh, so we had been doing that outside of Pets for Vets. That was just something extra we were doing. Um, we added that. So we added the Equine Buddies program is what we call it. And it's a three-day on-site retreat uh, nice. at Bob's Ranch. And they stay there. Everything is provided for them. Uh, they, all of our program is free of charge. There is no charge to our veterans. This is our thank you back to them. Um, we added uh, training up to psychiatric service level for our dogs that we match with them. We also added our certified therapy dogs, which is Bob has Paws, his dog. I have Bentley. They are both certified through Alliance of Therapy Dogs. They have a $5 million insurance policy. Um, and we are, with that, able to go into hospitals, um, vet centers, uh, schools, and we bring comfort with the therapy dogs. 
And uh, we'll even meet veterans in their home. Those that are not capable of leaving their home, we'll bring the dogs to them. That is so beautiful. Wow. That, that really, really touches me deeply. That is so beautiful. So when you, Thank you. you place these dogs, like now you have the retreats, but you also train and place dogs with veterans too, correct? Correct. correct. And so how is a process like that developed? How do you go about knowing that this dog is going to be appropriate for that veteran? You know what, since that is uh, Bob's area, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toss that to him. Uh, to give the answer on, because uh, he heads our trainers, and he's the director of operations for that. Bob? So I'll, I'll take it up. Um, what I do is I personally meet every veteran that signs on with us and wants a dog. And I do that so that I can, uh, well, first of all, I can make him feel comfortable in talking about what his issues are. A lot of times I start by talking about what it was like for me when I came back. And it, it helps them to open up. They feel comfortable. They don't feel they're going to be judged. And I can find out what their issues are, what the triggers are, um, what they're really looking for in a dog. Um, I visit where they live um, as well as whatever trainer is assigned. We meet all the people that they live with and associate with. What we do that for, the reason we do that is so that we can pick a dog that's going to fit well in their environment. And, and meet their personality. I mean, do they want a dog that's a couch potato? Uh, is it a young guy that runs every day, wants a dog to run with him? I mean, we, we try to assess what kind of dog is going to be really happy in this environment. Uh, and then we screen for dogs. Um, we get dogs from shelters, primarily from shelters or rescues. So I spent many years volunteering in shelters, and that helps a lot in picking dogs at shelters because they're not exhibiting their real um, personality when they're in a shelter. I tell people that don't understand, I say, let's say you got arrested for no cause, you know, put in jail. And I went and interviewed you after you were in there the next day. Would I see the real you or I see somebody that's pretty anxious and upset? And, and that's the way it is with a dog. So how do you see through that and pick what the dog's going to be like once he's out? And, and I've had, so many years working in shelters that I've developed a technique I use uh, where I screen the dogs. Um, so we pick a dog that's usually between two and four years old. Um, under two, they can exhibit puppy behavior. Puppy behavior can cause uh, anxiety. The whole program is based on reducing the veteran's anxiety, not adding to it. So we don't, we try not to get young, dogs that are too young. Um, we try not to get one over four, um, so they have some longevity with the veteran once they're trained. Um, once we pick the dog, then uh, it's assigned to either myself or one of our trainers, and they go through a program uh, individually with the dog, training on basic commands, on being able to uh, be good in public access training, where they, we take it where every place the veteran is likely to go with it. Um, once that training is done, then training commences with the veteran and the dog, where we work with the veteran and the dog um, on all the things the dog is going to need to do for that veteran. Um, psychiatric service dogs also perform, um, in addition to just giving them comfort and security when they're in public, they also perform some some tasks for the veterans. Uh, they could remind them to take pills at certain times of the day. Um, they can wake them up from nightmares. Um, most of them are taught to position themselves between the veteran and people that approach them 
in public. That's, that's um, also important. Now, Bob, we have to take a quick break and we're going to come back with more sure. because this is such an important topic and what you're doing is so valuable to our community here. And really what you all do as you contribute to this is so valuable throughout the country. So we're going to continue this. Hold that thought. We'll be back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent, inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision-making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson, breast cancer survivor and advocate. She helps by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Perspectives with Dr. Badisha Patel is a program that explores emotional management for a healthier lifestyle. On each program, we discuss ideas that support emotional well-being, such as mental illness, relationships, parenting, and family connections, and much more. If you are facing challenges in your life, you can grow and learn by exploring new techniques in dealing with stress, anxiety, and relationships. Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel airs live Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. 
We're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. You can find us on iTunes Worldwide, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And thank you to everybody that's written in. Thank you to everybody that's listening in our uh, 160 different countries around the world. We hope we're making your life brighter. And if you know a veteran that needs some help, you can check out militaryanimalproject.com. And if you're here in Southern California, they can help you. Today, we're speaking with Mardu and Bob. And Bob was just telling us the criteria by which he matches dogs to veterans. So, Bob, take it away. So, in a nutshell, what we do is um, we don't pre-train dogs ahead of time and have a number of them already trained. You know, we do them individually as we meet the veteran. Uh, The dog is specifically picked and trained for that individual, for his personality, and for his needs. So it's a little bit different than a lot of the other programs that do similar things. But we found that it's uh, it's very beneficial to do it this way, and we get really great matches um, when we do it. Can you share with us a few of your success stories of somebody that was suffering and (laughs) how their dog helped them? Um, sure. We've got a number of them. Um, my first one was interesting. Um, very decorated Vietnam veteran, um, over there, same time I was, um, had lost a dog that he had had, um, kind of as a companion dog for a number of years, was, um, um, really grieving the loss of his dog, found out about us and came to us. Um, a very angry individual, and I won't go into why, but he had a reason to be angry at things that had happened. Um, anyway, he came to us. Um, it took me a long time to find the right dog. I looked at approximately 400 dogs before I found one that I thought would be perfect for him. Um, so anyway, we get the dog, um, train the dog, and the dog goes to him, and he, his whole personality changed. His anger went away. Um, he had wanted to take a trip to visit um, relatives uh, across the country and never felt comfortable doing it. So after he'd had the dog about six months, Christmas is rolling around and he comes to us and says, you know, I'm taking a, taking a driving trip for a couple of weeks and visiting my relatives and taking my dog with me. And, um, he says, but I'm trying to save money. I can't really afford it right now. So we did a little fundraiser for him, gave him some money so he could take his trip. Um, so he's recounting his trip afterwards. He went all over the western half of the United States on this two-week trip with his dog. And he's telling me this story about he's on his way back, and he's in an AM, PM, mini market gas station getting gas. He gets through filling up. He goes into the station to get something to drink, pay his bill. And he comes out and there's a group of people gathered around his car where his dog is. Now, beforehand, he would have been really upset with a group of people like that. It would have just sent him in a tizzy. And he said, I walked out there to see what was going on. He said, the dog had got up into the driver's seat, was sitting on a seat with his paws on a steering wheel, like it was looking at where he went, like it wanted to drive. And he said, So I looked at all these people, I opened the passenger door and I said, gee, you know, sometimes she gets kind of upset with me if I don't let her drive for a little bit. Now, if you knew what this guy was like before he got the dog, this was so uncharacteristic of him. But that's how comfortable he felt being in uh, in the public once he had his dog. That's so beautiful. That, That helps create tolerance 
It helps create uh, compassion again and inclusion, I would say, right? I mean, they, sure. they need to feel like they're part of society again where there's a liaison. So these dogs act as a liaison for them to enter back into a society. Would that be right? And the way it does that is, you know, um, there's a there's a whole bunch of ways that dogs help in, in that regard. But one of them is um, they don't want they, they have a hard time meeting people, talking to people. They don't want to be asked questions they can't. They don't want to answer. Um, and what happens with a dog? The focus is on the dog, not on them. Right. And so when they meet people, that people will go, oh, what a nice dog, you know. And I tell them. You can answer questions without being specific. When they say, oh, what a great dog. Where'd you get it? And you say, well, it came from a shelter. Well, it's so well-trained. Did you do it? Well, I had some help. You know, they, they don't have to be specific about why they have the dog, but it takes the pressure off of them, you know, and a lot of them are proud of their dogs and they like talking about their dogs and answering questions. But almost always the focus is on the animal, not on the person. And it makes it much easier for them to go in public. Now, is it a particular breed that's more common than another for this? You know, I get asked that a lot, and I have, a, I have an answer for that. And that answer is, what race among the, the human, uh, human beings is the most compassionate? Well, Touché. it doesn't matter. It's the individual, <laughs> right? Same thing with the dogs. I mean, we've done pit bulls, uh, not too many. Uh, because of the stigma and, you know, there can be a problem with a veteran having one and um, because of the way people react. But uh, we've got, it doesn't matter. Size and breed doesn't matter. It's the temperament we're looking for. And in a, in, a, in a few words, I'd say what we're looking for is a dog that would almost rather be with a human than with other dogs. And if you pick the right dog, the training becomes really easy. That's great. What a gift you have. What a beautiful way to give back. And, you know, the irony is, is that we should be giving back to you. <laughs> but here you are coming <laughs> oh, back no, and doing service therapy. for everyone. <laughs> I can't tell you how, how much this is therapy for me. Uh, to be able to, to help an animal and a veteran with the same effort, it's just uh, it's indescribable. It's just it's a great feeling. You know, you get attached. I do. I get really attached to these dogs because of my training method. But um, and sometimes it's kind of hard to let them go. But when I see the impact that it has on the veterans' lives, and sometimes it's not just life altering; it's life saving. Um, it, it's it makes it all worthwhile. Um, it's it's just great. And a lot of them send us videos and and little stories about them and their dog. And every time we get one, it's just like. It just warms you up. Now, what are the yeah. statistics, Mardu, for this type of situation? What Give us some statistics on what you understand the problem and the need to be and then how you're filling that problem. What do you, what do you see generally in Southern um, California? Statistically, I, 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 Bob, do you, have, do you have any kind of a number? I can't think of. Uh, how many dogs do you place well, in a year, or how many um, oh, how many veterans uh, are in need any any given time, and then how many can you place typically in a year given your program? It is that it's such a variable, and, and the reason being is like Bob said, the matching of the dog and the veteran goes at the veteran's pace, 
course, uh, how fast the dog is picking up the training um, and what is needed. So, you know, uh, training techniques, um, you know, some of the, some of the matches, you know, could be as short as uh, four to six months and, and they have their dog. Others uh, have been a year and a half uh, because they're, they're in need of um, other working features. Mm -hmm. um, Bob, what is the, maybe one of our longest, uh, well, uh, you know, as do far you, as do you place hundreds group? of dogs in a year or do you place uh, 50 dogs in a year oh. or 30 dogs in a year? You know, it's, it's based on how many trainers we have, who's available because they, they can't leave the veteran until they're, they're completed with that match. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it can be anywhere from three um, maybe it can go as high as six, but it, it, it's a number of, it's a number of trainers, of course, the applicants and, um, and how fast they can find that right dog and begin training. That's probably the key to, to the whole thing is finding that right dog. And like Bob said earlier, his first one, he went through 400 assessments or 400 wow. dogs looking, searching. So it can take a while, but once they find that right dog, uh, then it moves quicker. So you take point. take your time and really carefully. We're relatively. Go ahead, Bob. Say, we're relatively new, and and uh, we'd love to have more trainers. And and our biggest problem now is finding trainers that that can join us and help with this effort. If we had more trainers, uh, we'd be able to do more veterans. Um, I have two trainers I know of, and I have one guy I featured on the show back in uh, September, early October, in that area. I think it was early October actually, and he was, he's fantastic. There's a lot of great, um, good-hearted people around, and we'll talk about that after the show, but let's go back to your equine program. Uh, we sure. have uh, two minutes till break here, so we'll, we'll jump into that. Your retreats are, are geared toward horse, horses, not necessarily dogs, right? That's well, correct. Uh, yeah, it is, go ahead. but we do have the dogs on site. Uh, so one of the unique parts of the program that Bob uh, actually really felt that should be introduced is having our certified therapy dogs on site uh, alongside of the equine program. So um, it's kind of a dual purpose. So, uh, but most of the work and, and focus is, of course, with the horse. Um, and again, uh, with the program, uh, that's something that Bob uh, has uh, has kind of created and uh, for us, and uh, he can tell more on those details as well, since that is what he does uh, up at his ranch. Well, Bob. Well, I'll go back a little bit to the comment she made about uh, why we have the dogs there. Um, there's sometimes very emotional periods or emotional things that happen during the uh, uh, equine program, and we would probably miss some you know we do four to six veterans at a time um, we want it to be small and intimate and there's a lot that veterans can gain by watching another veteran work with the horse sometimes it's easier to see things when you're in the outside looking in and not actually experiencing it um, you'll pick up on things that you might miss when it's your turn to be uh, working with a horse and we've had occasions where all of a sudden um, one of the therapy dogs had just run up and interact with a person, with a veteran, you look over and the veteran's crying. Something that we didn't notice, but the dog did. That's the dog so... picked up on it from 20, 30, 40, 50 mm -hmm. feet away. 
and ran over to comfort the veteran. And it's and then there's times when we're sitting around. Uh, there's a lot that happens in the evenings when people start discussing things that that went on during the day with the horses and uh, a lot of emotional times. And you'll find the dogs sitting on their laps and stuff when they're emotional <laughs> and talking about their experience. And it, it just it just helps the whole comfort thing of the of the event. Beautiful. It's heartwarming. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio and we are talking to Bob and Mardu of the militaryanimalproject.com today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent. Inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson, breast cancer survivor and advocate. She helps by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Perspectives with Dr. Badisha Patel is a program that explores emotional management for a healthier lifestyle. On each program, we discuss ideas that support emotional well-being, such as mental illness, relationships, parenting, and family connections, and much more. If you are facing challenges in your life, you can grow and learn by exploring new techniques in dealing with stress, anxiety, and relationships. Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel airs live Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. 
That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. I'm your host, Winifred Adams, and today we have a very special show featuring Military Animal Project, which is dedicated to placing veterans with um, their, their own special dog and also healing equine programs. So we were talking about that the last segment. But Mardu, how can people find you? Uh, well, the website is the best. Also Facebook. We have a good Facebook presence. Um, but uh, militaryanimalproject.com, veterans looking to apply can find the application there online. Um, they can also call us. Um, our direct line is 805-551-1168. Um, and it's a cell phone, so it's always with me. <laughs> so, we're, you know, we, we, we always pick up. Uh, we try our best. But uh, anyhow, they can reach us either, either in those directions, and, uh, and uh, we try to be very responsive. Uh, so that uh, they get immediate uh, help. And this is a free program to them, correct? Everything uh, that we offer is free of charge to the veteran. It is our way of saying thank you and giving back to them. Well, you're going to make me cry again. <laughs> wow, this is really <laughs> powerful. Bob, let's jump back into you so I can keep it pulled together. <laughs> let's talk about your equine program and tell us a little bit more about the horse therapy. Well, ours is a little different than, uh, there's a number of equine therapy programs out there for, uh, um, for veterans. Ours is a little bit different in that um, they don't come here and learn how to brush a horse, tack up a horse, and ride a horse. They come here and learn how to make a really close personal connection with a horse. So we start them out in a round pin. It's a 50-foot round pin. They're in there. The horse is loose. They're in there in the middle. The horse is on the outside. And there's somebody in there guiding them on what they need to do to make a connection with a horse. And what happens is in making that connection with a horse, they got to deal with what's going on inside of them because the horse's judgment of them is based on what they feel coming from them. Um, The horse is a a prey animal. We're predators. So naturally, the horse isn't going to trust a human unless the human gives them reason to. So what happens is the horse becomes a mirror on what's going in, going on inside the veteran. And you can see through the horse what he's projecting. And it's really amazing the effect that can have. Um, two specific areas where veterans have a hard time that horses help are, number one, with trust. A lot of guys come back with issues of trust. They have a hard time trusting again and the horse teaches them how to do that because not only do they have to trust the horse but the horse has to learn to trust them and the funny thing about it is we'll get veterans in there that've been through many combat missions that have you know really brave guys that get in there with that horse and they're scared to death and never been in a in, in a close proximity to a horse like that the horse is loose you know and and it's it's amazing how they learn to trust the horse and a horse learns to trust them There's another thing that happens is once you're in the military, especially if you're a combat veteran, you're stripped of your ability to learn how to give and take and compromise. Um, We don't win battles. We don't win wars by compromising. You learn to, to take the issue to the enemy, if you will, and to get things done. You force things to happen. 
So you take a guy, he's married, he's got a couple kids back here. He comes home while he's gone. His wife has been the mother, the dad, the sole provider. I mean, she's taking care of everything that needs to be taken care of. Now he comes home, he wants to assume his role in the family. And how does he go about doing it? Well, not with much grace. I mean, he wants to force things to happen like he's been taught for the last however many years he's been in the military. The horse, you don't make a connection with a horse by forcing it to happen. He teaches you, the horse teaches you how to give and take. And so once again, these guys learn something that's very important for them to be successful in their civilian life. And that's how to compromise and give and take. And it's the reason that works with the horses so well is the horses have no agenda. We humans all have agendas. No matter what we're doing, we got an agenda for what we want to accomplish. The horse comes in that round pen with that veteran with no agenda. He'll he'll make a connection with that veteran if the things are right, and he won't if it isn't. And it's just amazing the the effect that has on the veterans and their ability to to kind of get back in the swing of things and to learn about themselves. Um, that is so beautiful and and so necessary. What a great point. We have an agenda and animals really don't. And I, I like what you said that we're the predators because in a, in a way we really are. No wonder animals don't trust us. <laughs> and <laughs> correct. we don't take a lot of time in life to sit back and allow nature or watch it and, and commune with it. So what a beautiful gift you're giving back to people and extending an additional arm for them that maybe, you know, we all could benefit from. I, I know this is for veterans, but just to put that out there. Now, thank you for sharing that and, and that story. Could you tell us how people can donate to you? How can they contribute again. to this? Um, again, uh, on our website, we do have a donate page. Um, if uh, somebody wants to send in a check, we do have our uh, mailing address on the website. Um, and, uh, you know, they can, they can do either of those. Um, and, uh, we do need, we do need the funding to keep it going, um, so that, uh, we can, we can pay for these programs. When the uh, dogs are matched with the veterans, we do provide a, a welcome kit, uh, with dog bed, crate, collars, leash, food, all the necessary needs. So again, no out of pockets for the veteran. Um, and that can be an upwards of $500 just for the package. So, so Mardu, um, uh, could, could people technically sponsor a veteran ongoing? You know, we have had that happen and had it happen successfully. So, yes, they can. Or maybe one of the equine horses that help. Could I know so many, there's so the, many horse lovers here and people have lost their horses in the fire and, you know, they just want yeah. a connection. Absolutely. Uh, sponsoring uh, an equine buddies. Um, and uh, we, we have had uh, some... Uh, uh, publicity around the Equine Buddies program, especially out in Acton, um, and uh, we welcome, you know, sponsorships. So, absolutely. That's beautiful. Well, I just want to say thank you both for being here on Making Life Brighter Radio today and for your work and your continued work to help others and help the veterans because what you're doing is so special. And thank you for taking dogs that need a home and need that connection and putting your heart and soul into that as well. We like to ask you each time, what makes your life brighter, Bob? Um, taking a veteran that was um, 
really despondent, depressed, uh, maybe even thinking about ending his life and helping turn it around so he can learn once again to uh, to live as a civilian. That just there's nothing better than than that feeling when you have a success with a veteran. Thank you so much. And Mardu, what makes your life brighter? Um, on a personal note, my pack, my, you know, my, my dog pack, um, I see personally how they, they give to me on a day-to-day basis and watching that and taking it and putting back through our program. Um, it's, it's a cool thing to share. So, um, well, thank you both for being be here and we hope that you'll come back and we can update again and share with everybody more of what you're doing. Thank you so much for being here today. All right, everybody, take that and go jolly. We'll see you next week here on Making Life Brighter Radio. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. Go Jolly! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.